the college football experience. UTEP Miners 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize up for grabs. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get uh, last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off. Uh, once again, that is pro- I'm sorry, promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off. CFBX for twenty dollars off, not SGPN. CFBX. Uh, we're also brought to you by DraftKings. Yes. Uh, kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code DGEN. That's D E G E N. Uh, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly. So, uh, look, when you bet just $5 on any college football bet, they're going to give you $200 only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. And remember, as always, folks, too, let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Excited to talk minor football. Tink, tink, tink. Let's go, baby. Uh, look, I mean, it's a big year. It's a big year. Dana Demel uh, has got them playing better ball lately, but this is a program that I think is a sleeping giant. Um, El Paso, Texas, obviously a gigantic city, bigger than most people realize. And to me, if they can just get their ducks in a row, they might be playing big time ball. But yes. Uh, over the past two years, Dana Dimmel is uh, twelve and thirteen, which is a big step up from uh, from really since two thousand fourteen. Just playing much more competitive ball. It's a big year for Dimmel, though. If he wants to be part of the future in El Paso, I think it's bowl game or bust. It is going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, and look, hopefully, you're watching on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend, all that good stuff. You're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to and what. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was. It was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes! It is a big year in El Paso, and I'm here for it. The brand new Conference USA, and when you look at it like that, this could be a year. I know the West, Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee are still in La Tech, FIU, but you got a lot of newcomers, the Flaming Libs of Liberty. 
Uh, Sam Houston State. Um, Jacksonville State and uh, a lot of weekday games. We're going to be watching a lot of games at probably the best stadium. I think a college football playoff game should be. If, if you put me in charge of college football, we will be playing at the Sun Bowl for every single college football playoff at least. If we're going to have to go bowl games, play it at the Sun Bowl because it's fucking gorgeous. Uh, folks, let's talk about Dana Demel. Yeah, this is a program that it's it's stunning to me um, that they haven't been better. I mean, this uh, they've been playing ball for over a hundred years in El Paso. I mean, there's certain years that stand out as big time years, but of late, Mike Price had a uh, had a good season. When I mean, uh, 2005, they were eight and four. Uh, 2004, they were eight and four, 2000, they were eight and four. They should be a juggernaut 10 and three and 88. All right. But, uh, I think there's just dynamite sitting here and, and let's see if Dana Dimble can turn it into that because I really believe they kind of have all of West Texas alone there. You got Mexico, uh, right there. You got, uh, New Mexico state, not far away, but I just think that whole area it, it just ignite it, baby. Let's go. Let's get it going. Uh, folks. Um, no, but Dana Dimmel is a coach that he's sitting there and you're saying, and he's done a decent job, but man, when you really look at it, he's 17 and 40 at UTEP. That's why I think it's such a critical year. Dimmel once had success at Wyoming going 22 and 13 and, and he really dropped a ball at, with the Houston Cougars going eight and 26, but I think it's kind of hard to say 17 and 40, like hey, he deserves to be fired because he inherited a mess. He's cleaned it up some one and 11 in year one, one and 11 in year two, three and five during the COVID season, then seven and six in 2021. And then last year, five and seven, it looked like they were going to make a bowl a season ago. And, and it just kind of fell off the, the, the tracks there, but I don't know. It, it's, it's just to me like bowl game or bust in my opinion. Bowl game or bust this year, um, but you look back at a season ago in 2022, they were five and seven, and really they they lost some bad ones like the New Mexico game on September 17. New Mexico was terrible last season. They got no business losing that game, so they're underachieving. They lost to Rice by seven. UT they played UTSA really well at the Alamo Dome to end the season, but. They uh they beat uh, only one team with a winning record randomly. It was Boise State. So I have no idea. They're un they're inconsistent. How can you be that inconsistent? Uh, I don't know. But Dimmel Dimmel's definitely on the hot seat. And it's one to monitor here. Um, but let's talk about it, folks. All right, uh, be, we're gonna talk. We're gonna break down the offense, the defense, the special teams for the miners. Also, we're gonna talk transfer portal because. You know, it wasn't that long ago. Jacob Cowing was down there, and they've gotten raided in the portal a couple times. So uh, we're going to pay attention to that and grade that because it's such a big factor in college football. And then uh, we're going to go game by game on the minor schedule, trying to forecast the 2023 season. Uh, but before we do all that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by uh, Game Time. Yes, uh, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be that stressful. All right. But you know, let's be honest. It happens. It happens. You know, I told the story of, I mean, I, I went to an FCS game in Missoula and it was crazy getting tickets last second. I ended up paying like three times the amount. I did happen to me once for, for not even f- football book of Mormon here in LA. And 
it was just terrible. Like that you had to pay three times the amount. And I thought dumb me was like, ah, I got it. It's fine. It's not gonna be a problem. I'll find tickets. No. All right. Uh, so that's why, you know, it, sh- it just shouldn't be that stressful. Uh, game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for, for all sports, music, comedy, and theater. That's near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having. Um, Look and forget planning months in advance, all right? Because shit changes all the time in life. Uh, Game time has has deals on tickets right up to the very event that you're going to be planning to go to. Get exclusive flash deals on the tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And get this: they have the game time guarantee, which I stand behind here. Uh, it means you always get the best price, and if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's fantastic. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, uh, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. That's CFBX for $20 off. Terms apply, of course. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Yes, folks, you have waited all year. And the time has finally arrived. It is finally back. College football is back, baby. And with that, so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, right now, uh, this is a fantastic deal. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Yes, I've already given you one San Jose State. USC on the over 63 and a half week zero. Get over there. Get over there. Kick off the football season uh, with, with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code DGEN. That's D E G E N. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly uh, when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Once again, promo code DGEN. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler in New York. Make sure you call. Eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY uh, in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambling.net in partnership with uh, Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Racetrack. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available. Problem uh, gambling? Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino in Resort in Kansas. Twenty one. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details for state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bet uh, expires seven days after issuance. Uh, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Whew. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're talking. UTEP minor football. This is one where I just, it just, you've seen Houston come up. You've seen TCU come up. And I think that's maybe the point I'm trying to hammer home here. TCU. I mean, I've been a diehard college football fan since the late eighties, early nineties. And TCU was in the whack. They were in the whack. They were in the CUSA. They were in the mountain West and then they're in the big 12. And now they're in the national championship. Uh, you could say the same for Houston. Houston's came through a bunch of different stuff too. And now they're up in my opinion. And UTSA is a good example too. UTSA didn't even have a football program. UTEP is 
exactly what UTSA could be. Maybe even better. It's a bigger city. It's alone out there in El Paso. Got to get it together, folks. Got to get it together. Let's. Maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year. Uh, let's talk about the transfer portal. Try to grade the transfer portal for the miners. Obviously, a year ago, I thought they got they got destroyed a year ago. Really. So this year, leaving El Paso as linebacker Daryl Miner. How can a miner leave the miners? What's going on here? He heads out to the Indiana Hoosiers. Absolutely brutal. And then four-star transfer offensive tackle Jeremiah Byers heads out to Florida State. This is what I'm talking about. They're like a like poor Dana Dimmel. He's building these guys up, and if he could have kept cowing and some of these guys like this, how? What only what 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 could what could be happening here? Uh, tight end Luke Soto is in the portal. Safety Justin Prince portal. Uh, Varenzo Holmes at the cornerback spot also uh, portal. And that's everybody right there. Um, that's everyone that left right there. So you do have that now incoming. And once again, 24 seven sports, for some reason, I feel like they've had a harder time with data this year. So maybe I'm missing some, but incoming is uh, AJ Odom's a cornerback that played for the New Mexico Lobos who, who beat Utah a year ago. So I guess it's great to get that. And uh, wide receiver Dre Spriggs from UTSA, who I just mentioned. And that's, that's it right there. That is it. Um, I would certainly say they lost the portal yet again, and they got to figure this thing out. They got to figure this thing out. Uh, let's talk about the offense for Dimmel th- and this year. Scoring offense ninetieth a season ago. Rush offense fifty fourth. Pass offense eighty fifth. Total offense sixty ninth for offense coordinator Scotty O'Hara. Um, this 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 team has talent, and if we just knew what team it's going to be week in week out, because I look at this and we're going to break down this roster right now because Gavin Hardison is back. This guy's good. He's a good quarterback. He's back for his senior season. Um, I mean, he's had a lot of starts over his career, so I, I think he's a capable quarterback of leading you back to a bowl. And you got Dion Hankins back at the running back spot. He was second team all CUSA a year ago. You also have Mike Franklin behind him and Ezel Jolly. I mean, the run game should be fine. The wide receiver position, Tyron Smith, who originally hit the portal to go to Texas A and M. Now this was a huge win in a way. He came back to UTEP. Uh, this is a guy that uh, you know, third team all CUSA a season ago, and he can play. He can play. Uh, him and Kelly Akari. I'm probably butchering your name, but uh, he's back. So they got two returning starters at the wide receiver position. They're counting on Amari White the, to, or Jeremiah Ballard to be uh, the 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 third guy to step up there. Uh, tight end. They're breaking in a brand new tight end. That is Zach Fryer. Uh, perhaps or or Marcus Vincent that will be that guy. The offensive line would be returning five of five, but losing losing uh keep uh, Jeremiah Byers who was first team CUSA to Florida State was crucial. Uh, so they bring back four of five, but they are breaking in a new one in Zuri Henry, who is a senior. So you got that going uh, for the offensive side of the ball. Look, the offense. They, I mean, they do have a redshirt freshman kicker. All right, he didn't play last year in Buzz Fab- Fabiano. Great name, but I mean the offense should be better. When you consider the CUSA competition should be lower, even though I don't know if I fully buy into all that. But in a way, yes, it should be a little bit lower week in week out. 
Uh, they should be better on offense. I mean, another thing is if you look at the schedule from uh, a year ago, I feel like uh, the miners this year's schedule is easier. So just by that alone, I feel like you'll be sitting there saying, Hey, yeah, we can do this. Um, it's going to be very fun to watch this year. I'll tell you that. Now the defensive side of the ball uh, for Bradley Dale Pavetto at the defensive coordinator spot, uh, 71st in scoring defense, 44th in rush defense, 49th in pass defense, charting at the 39, 39th best defense in America. You got to like what you got here. You got to like what you got here. It's good. That's a good season right there. And on the defensive side of the ball, they returned seven starters from a season ago. Uh, the biggest area of concern for me is the defensive line where they returned just two of four led by Keenan Stewart at the defensive tackle spot and praise. I'm um, um, a Walu. I think it is. Um, they're breaking in two new starters in Tavita Tafuna and Maurice oh, Westmoreland. And those two guys, it's going to be critical because Stewart was second team. all CUSA. If they can get the D line, you know, together. I do think this unit will be good. The linebacking core, Tyrese Knight. This guy was second team. <clears throat> I'll see USA a season ago. He is back. Josiah Allen's back at the nickelback spot. They are breaking in a, a new middle linebacker and Jerome Wilson, but this is a guy who, who played in 13 games a season ago. So I feel decent about him and the whole secondary with the exception of the free safety spot back. All right. Uh, free safety spot. Jaleel Williams, Evans, Going to be uh, him or Oscar Moore should be penciled in as the starter there, uh, but Kobe Hilton, third team All CUSA, strong safety back. All right, uh, AJ Odoms, uh, the kid from from New Mexico coming in. Uh, Tory uh, Richardson at the other corner spot. There, they should be really good. They should be a really good team. Punter Josh Sloan back as well. Eight starts a season ago. This team should be better. It should be better. Who are we getting with the UTEP Miners? Is the question. Do I think the defense will be better? I do. I really do. Um, it's going to be fascinating to watch. And remember D- demo. I, I didn't want to, I didn't, I hope I didn't sound like I was shitting on him too much. He took over a team that was 0 and 12 folks. So I do believe he is, he, it's still a, a make or break year for him in my opinion, but he is, he has definitely got this team to be better and better year in and year out. Uh, look, we're going to go game by game on the schedule. We're also going to have Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Join us in a little bit to talk about the UTEP miners and the legendary sun bowl. Um, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, UTEP miners, 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by the sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Yes. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. And look, besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Uh, only you can prevent corporate gambling people. Do your part and sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back um, on the college football experience talking UTEP minor football and look, if you're watching on YouTube and by the way, we host, so this is the college football experience. We also host the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience every night of the season. When the season tips, I think Joe Golding's doing a good job there. It's going to be fun to watch UTEP ball this year. 
Uh, also the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And we have the big 12 experience, the big 12 fans out there. We got you covered. But if you're watching right now on YouTube, once again, youtube.com slash the college experience, you see the win total sitting at a five and a half here. Uh, my first thought is that's probably accurate. That's probably where I would set the number at without looking at the schedule. They were five and seven a year ago. They were seven and five the year before. Now I might, if you were just blindly saying, Colby, what do you think? I might just say six because the CUSA, you know, loses so many teams to the AAC and then they go and grab these FCS schools. And then the fact also that, you know, last year UTEP had Oklahoma on the schedule and, and Boise state who they beat, but this year it's a little lighter with Northwestern and Arizona. So uh, let's get into it. Week one, week zero, actually August 26th. They head to Jacksonville, Alabama to take on rich Rodriguez and the Jacksonville state Gamecocks. Oh, that, this is Jacksonville state's first ever game at the FBS level. So I tend to think Jacksonville state is going to be rocking for this one. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it matters what UTEP team we get. I'll take Jacksonville State to win that game. Then week two, they get Incarnate Word, who is a FCS playoff team, who is very good. If anything, if you watched the FCS last year, North Dakota State played South Dakota State for the championship game in Frisco, Texas. And uh, Incarnate Word should have beaten North Dakota State at North Dakota State. Terrible call late in that game. Uh, so arguably you could say incarnate word, but you know, incarnate word loses GJ Kenny is now coaching at Texas state and incarnate word. Uh, you know, they lose a ton of transfers. They brought in a ton of transfers. Zach Calzada, former Auburn and uh, slash Texas A&M quarterback is going to be the guy there. I, I favor UTEP here at the sun bowl just because it's week two and they get the week zero game advantage there. Uh, so I will say one and one out the gate. Now September 9th, when UTEP heads to Evanston, Illinois, this game before you thought, ah, you know, you got a favorite Northwestern. I don't know now. Northwestern's been a complete dumpster fire. From a, from I mean, I I'm not even sure. I mean, what I I I'm so curious to see who transfers out of Northwestern by the time the season kicks. Um. I'll say that. I mean, I kind of think UTEP's the better team right now. Give me the UTEP miners to win at Northwestern two and one. That's a back-to-back away as they head to Tucson, Arizona. For some reason, I kind of dig this game on the schedule here. Little desert on desert football. Uh, Jaden Delora, the Wildcats, Jed fish really killing it on the recruiting trail right now. Uh, I, I just think Arizona's got too many hosses. Jacob cowing, the former miner. I just think they got too much. So I got him. I got him losing in Tucson setting themselves up at two and two. And then they host the UNLV rebels on September 23rd, UNLV first year coach, Barry Odom. I know that Arroyo was recruiting at a solid level, but I just wonder how fast Barry Odom can get it going. I think I favor UTEP by like a field goal, kind of a 50, 50 game though, but that would give me <clears throat> win number three for the miners. And then they're home to Sonny Cumbie who uh, people of West Texas will know from his uh, Texas tech days, but it's a Friday night nationally televised game. I lean UTEP here. Now that doesn't mean for sure. I feel great about this one, but I lean UTEP. It's at the sun bowl. One of the best places to see a college football game in America, best place to see a football game in general in America. And uh, I'll, I'll say UTEP gets this one. I got them sitting at four and two folks uh, at the bye week on October 7th. Um, 
now it gets a little tricky though. Cause you come out the bye week and you're on a short week uh, as, as the CUSA playing all these weekday games. We love that. But uh, heading to uh, FIU in Miami there to take on Mike McIntyre and UTEP uh, a year ago, they beat Utah or FIU 40 to six. Okay. Fifth win of the season, five and two. Now, now it gets interesting because Jerry kill and New Mexico state, though, uh, what is this? The battle of the I 10 It's a fucking great rivalry. Love this fact. That it's on a, a weeknight here. Um, I actually think Jerry kill and New Mexico state are probably the better team. I know they won last year. UTEP did by seven, but I think that's why in a great rivalry and this is a great rivalry. I'm looking for the revenge factor. Give me a, they're just due for a loss. I gave him Northwestern. I gave him UNLV. Give me the loss to New Mexico state here. That would then put them at five and three. Then they head to Sam Houston state to take on the Bearcats. I actually think Sam Houston state's going to be better than what people think they have. They redshirted about 20 guys a season ago. I favor San San Houston state to get that done. So I got them a five and four and then they're home to Western Kentucky. Austin Reed is still at Western Kentucky. So I, f- I got them dropping that five and five. Then they head to Murfreesboro, Tennessee to take on middle Tennessee. Oh man. Rick stock still keeps a decent team. Uh, last season they got housed by uh, middle Tennessee. I think double digit loss. I want to say the past couple years, right? I'm going back right now. Where are we at here? Um, no, maybe it was just last year. I thought they'd be on the schedule a little more. But they have dropped their last two. Um, at least their top two. Their last two. I favor Middle Tennessee. And then they're home to the Flame and Libs of Liberty on November 25th. Mm. Give me six and six. Let's go over. I don't feel good about it, though. I feel like they're five and seven. Vegas nailed this one. Don't bet this one. I think it's between five and seven, six and six. If, and that could be critical for Dana Dimmel's future. So let's get it going. Let's get it going here. Um, I guess slight lean to over. I think Vegas nailed the number. If they beat Jacksonville state week zero, though, you're going to feel a lot better at accomplishing this. Uh, Cause there's a lot of 50, 50 games on the schedule. The Northwestern games kind of 50, 50. Uh, let's a far trip for Liberty to go to the sun bowl. I still think Liberty is the more talented team, but I don't know. I just feel like UTEP will sneak up and get someone like they got Boise last year. Give me six and six. It's going to be fascinating to watch. And you got to wonder if he goes five and seven and gets fired. Now I'm not wishing anyone to lose their job. And I like Dana Dimmel, but you got to wonder, do they, do they consider a Bronco Mendenhall who said he wants to coach again? And he has ties to the state of New Mexico. Now I know El Paso is not New Mexico, but it's right fucking there. Uh, that would be one that would jump out to me. Uh, that oh, that could be a potential hire. Another one is Justin Fuente, former Virginia Tech coach slash uh, Memphis head coach, who's got Texas ties. Uh, either way, it's gonna be fascinating to watch all of this, folks. And uh, I like UTEP. I hope they. I hope they. I mean, I hope they go twelve and zero. So hopefully, I'm wrong about my analysis of five and seven or six and six. I want them to be better. Let's go. I'm rooting for the miners folks. Before I get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour to talk about uh, the UTEP uh, miners, uh, El Paso, Texas, which I've been to. It's a great city. And then uh, the, the uh, sun bowl, which we are both big fans of. So here's that interview. 
joining me on the college football experience, UTEP Miners 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Yes, you're probably wondering what that means. No. Well, it's a uh, college football campus tour, aka Michael Barker is uh, he runs a Twitter page at CFB Campus Tour, and it is unbelievable because Michael's been Michael's been to every single college football stadium in America uh, with the FBS. So all 133 teams, a lot of the FCS, D2, D3, he publishes all of it on his on his uh, on his account, and it's just a really well done professional page that I highly recommend checking out. I feel like anyone that's a college football fan, you got to check it out because it, it's 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 absolutely fantastic. He'll go to like five, six, seven games a week sometimes. Uh, travel schedule's got to be unbelievable. We'll have him talk about it. But uh, look, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, talking a little UTEP football and the Sun Bowl, man. Yes, sir, Colby. We've done a lot of these previews, and I think people know I'm a neutral fan. I love everything. I look at all the stadiums like my kids. Uh, you know, I love them all, but this one is very special to me. So I'm uh, excited to talk about the Sun Bowl in El Paso. Yes, and, uh, you know, I know we've had, like, this is one where I, I think personally that the college football uh, playoffs and national championships should be rotated between their cl- our classic college football stadiums. And it was, uh, unfortunately, we have these corporate stadiums that they do, but the Sun Bowl is one. And I, I think we've talked about this before that I think should be one of the games. We play a college football playoff game at least every year. Uh, talk, talk to me about the history of this place. So Sun Bowl opened in 1963. Uh, it started with 30,000 seats. It's up to 46,000. There was a remodel a couple of years ago that reduced it from 52,000. They put some outdoor suites. There's a bar underneath the, the press box. Very cool premium seating. Uh, the Sun Bowl game is played there annually. It's, it's the second longest running bowl game in all of college football behind the Rose Bowl. Uh, the stadium is located almost 4,000 foot elevation, 3910. It's literally on the U.S.-Mexico border. I-10 runs in between the stadium. And then if you go up on the roadside bleachers, you can look into the valley. You're looking into Mexico. And also on the roadside bleachers, what they did was to fit those bleachers. They carved out a portion of the mountain to be able to fit the bleachers. And uh, I tell people it's my favorite stadium. I've been to a lot. My dad played there uh, when he played college football. It's one of those stadiums where you have to go and feel it for yourself. And you could have a list of the well-known best name your top 10. It wouldn't be on there, but for me, it's one where you put boots on the ground. It might change your mind. No. And to me, it should be on there in my opinion, because look, I've actually never been there, but from a point of watching the games there, I think I've been to El Paso. I have, I've driven right past it, but I just haven't gone to a football game there. And it is to me perfect. As far as you know, the last it's carved into the mountains. It is exactly what like to me, what a college football classic stadium should look like. So I love this thing. How many times have you been there, man? So I've been to two games there and I went there in 2017. They played a Friday night game against Arizona. It was a blowout loss, but last year it was a huge game. They played Boise state at home, huge, uh, I think 16 and a half point underdog and they beat them by 17. So, you know, flipped it. They covered except they were the underdog. Uh, They held the ball for 40 minutes and 35 seconds. 
And they had lost their six previous matchups to Boise State. It was the first win against Boise in program history. And it was it was amazing to see them walk off the, the field. The fans were greeting them. And it kind of flipped Boise State's uh, season in the wrong direction for a few uh, a few games there. So, um, but for me, it's, again, it's, it's one of my favorite stadiums. Uh, they're later this year is, uh, I want to say in October, they have what's called the battle of I-10 It's between New Mexico state and UTEP. They're only separated by 48 miles on interstate 10. And this year is going to be the hundredth uh, version of the battle of I-10. And I'm definitely going to be there. Oh, hell yeah, man. I love that rivalry game. That's a weeknight game. If memory serves me correct. Wednesday. Yeah. I love to see that on the weeknight schedule folks. Uh, and if you find yourself in the New Mexico or Texas area, get on out to the sun bowl. I make a point of it. I think you will appreciate it folks. And uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little, su- you know, uh, sun bowl, AKA UTEP football, man. And uh, folks give him a follow at CFB campus tour, but yeah, thanks again, Michael. And appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Yeah. And just one little thing I, I tell people that, uh, I want my ashes spread when I pass away at all 133 stadiums, a little piece. But if people don't want to do that, you can just drop me at the sun bowl and I'd be good. Hell yeah, man. I mean, it's such a beautiful stadium folks. Give him a follow. You hear what he just said. He wants his ashes spread at the sun bowl folks. All right. That's a guy who loves college football stadiums. And you can tell by the work that he does. He does the photo of the game. He'll take photos with the statues. Show, show document the history of each stadium. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a must follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. Michael, thanks again. Looking forward to seeing your travels this season and uh, yeah. Ha- happy college football season, man. Absolutely. We only got a few days uh, to wait. So thank you, Colby. Anytime, man. Take care. All right. You too. Michael Barker. Yes. The sun bowl is incredible folks. If you haven't been uh, get there, you know, it it's just where college football should be played. Like one of my, one of the problem I have, one of the problems I have with the TV execs in charge is they don't honor the best stadiums. Yes. Occasionally, you know, you they'll get it right with the national championship at the Rose bowl, uh, the Rose bowl. Um, I like, there's just a good amount of classic stadiums in college football that they don't use the Liberty bowl, the sun bowl, uh, all the bowls. Right. And then uh, like other ones that are just absolutely fantastic settings for college football, whether it's Cal Berkeley stadium, unbelievable stadium, um, Colorado, the Buffaloes of Colorado, the glass bowl in Toledo, Ohio, uh, Peden stadium in, in, in uh, Athens, Ohio, obviously the horseshoe, the big house, uh, you know, Tennessee volunteers, uh, Neyland stadium, fantastic stadium. Um, all these stadiums, LSU is fantastic. I mean, there's so many good ones and we don't utilize them as much as we should. So I think you should get, you should make that known folks. Get out of there. Start a movement shit. All right. And it starts with the UTEP miners, make it a bowl game, six and six. Give me six and six, baby. All right, let's go. All right, folks, subscribe to the college football experience podcast. We talk college football year round. We break down all 133 college football teams with the solo podcast, reach every team in the land. Been doing this shit for years, man. Get on over there. Check us out when we we already got the week zero picks ready to go, firing away. So check us out. Week one, week two, everything. We cover every fucking game. All right. Every single game played in college football in the FBS we cover. But guess what? I also host the FCS college football experience. Every single FCS game will be covered there. 
We got you covered here. I also host the college basketball experience as well as the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. We also have the big 12 experience. All those podcasts go subscribe to you will love them. I think I stand by those. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend. Also check out the sports gambling podcast as they're breaking out all 32 NFL teams with the solo podcast, reaching every team in the land. I'm a college football guy though. All right. And the sun bowl is college football, baby. Get yourself out to a game. The battle of I 10 nationally televised. I think people don't realize how great this rivalry is. That is a fantastic game. Same with the, the other CUSA or CUSA rivalry, the hundred miles of hate. Western Kentucky and middle Tennessee, both those nationally televised this year on weekdays, get yourself out uh, to watching those, uh, you know, get yourself out to the game. If you're in the area or watching them on TV, folks, let's go. This is the college football experience. You tap minor style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.